for people who are seeing some of the things that are happening with the debt loads and the interest rates and various policies out of the Fed that are new to gold and silver, in terms of which products are good for that purpose of protecting against currency risk, debt risk, what are the products that people want to be looking towards, products that people would want to be staying away from, and any guidelines there in terms of if someone's on board with gold and silver, what do they actually get? The easy answer is that you have six primary mints out there. The U.S., Canada, Austria, Australia, South Africa, and the United Kingdom. And, and any of the coins that they put out, so you got the Krugerrand from South Africa, the Kangaroo from Australia, the Britannia from the UK, the Philharmonic from Austria, the um, um, uh, Maple Leaf from Canada, and the Eagle from the United States. Th those are Pepsi, Coke, Sprite, Dr. Pepper, you know, 7-Up. Those are well-known and, and, and well-respected world over. And I think that when you're building a, a a war chest or a portfolio of physical silver and gold, I mean, to me, you buy stuff from one of those six mints and preferably in my mind, the U.S. mint or the Canadian mint, because being penny wise and pound foolish in this industry, I think, is a detriment to your liquidity. Now, you can have the greatest thing in the world if it lacks liquidity. What good is it? We are witnessing a good portion of the states in this country pivot and saying that gold and silver coins issued by one of those sovereign mints is currency to be used for all debts, public and private, including paying your property taxes. So you have state governments willing to take your metal for property tax payments. What does that say? And it, it's, 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 to me, a, a glimmer of the American spirit. It's pushing back against the brain-dead policies of the Fed, the monetary and fiscal policy of the Fed and the government are, are, in many respects, have destroyed a good portion of what this country stands for or has always stood for. And I think if you're going to own precious metals, do not be penny-wise and pound-foolish. Do not buy 1,000-ounce bars in favor of 1,000 one-ounce rounds. And if you can get, you know, just to save a little bit of money, but if you have the ability to stomach paying a little bit of a higher premium, which doesn't go into my pocket, it's how much it costs to buy these items from the mints and the distributors, buy the American Eagles, buy the Canadian Maple Leafs, you're buying quality. And after all, if a good portion of the reason you own this stuff is because when the chips are down and you don't want to have to, to haggle with someone or convince someone or barter with someone in a way that first you have to you have to um, somehow convince them that what you have is is sought after and real. It doesn't do you any good. You want something that, bang, has immediate liquidity and demand, and I think it's worth it. So you pay a little premium on the front end. You get that premium on the back end. And, you know, let's remember that if you would have bought Silver Eagles in 2019, you would have paid, you know, $3.5 or so over the price of silver to buy them. And at the same time, if you tried to sell them back six months later after the pandemic hit, you would have received $15, $16 over the price of silver. So that's indicative of a tremendous amount of demand for things that are sought after. And in, in times of turmoil or crises or whatever, a need for liquidity, you want that without having to waste your breath trying to have to convince them, no, no, this is really cool and this is what you want. No. You want something that is immediately liquid, free from subjectivity, sight unseen anywhere. So for me, it's one of those six mints and preferably 
the United States Mint or the Canadian Mint would be, I think, the offer the greatest liquidity in good times and in bad. So are there situations where it would be worthwhile to get something like a Buffalo round or something that's not coming from one of those sovereign mints? Is there a certain price level at which it becomes worthwhile? Again, I get what you're saying about the recognizability in terms of bartering, although to the degree that people go to a dealer and to sell back the metals, that's another option. So are there situations where non-sovereign mint products are worthwhile? I mean, they are worthwhile. I mean, it, they are because in the end, it's Richard Russell always said the number of ounces that matter. But at least in the respect of the, the states that and the, the legislation, none of it says silver rounds. It all says legal tender silver coins made by a sovereign mint. From that perspective, it, it would be better to pay a little higher premium to buy the the government issued coins. But look, I mean, you know, silver is silver, right? And I, I think it's better than not having any. And and they are less money, and they are a more cost effective way of accumulating it. And but I guess if we're going to use silver rounds as the example, I would simply say I think you're better off owning. Five silver rounds over a five ounce bar or 10 over a 10 ounce bar or 32 over a kilo or 100 over a 100 ounce bar or a thousand one ounce rounds over a thousand ounce bar. You can never have too much liquidity. You can never be too flexible. You can never have too many options or exits or outs. And I think that's at least what you get with the silver rounds. And look, people in this industry, uh, for whatever reason, kind of come in with the penny wise pound foolish mentality and i guess that's from all the years of shopping at the big box store and 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 the internet has done that to us where everything is about price and price is important right it is but i think price can also lead you down the wrong path because i mean if if you're on trial or you're go for your life or going to a heart surgeon for your life you're not looking at who's the least expensive you're looking at who's the best or what's the best plan and to me, what is the best plan? And to me, the best plan is thinking of your liquidity when you're buying it, thinking down the road, what will provide me what I really want? And that is liquidity without any subjectivity um, and out without any issues down the road. So I'm not casting a, a bad light upon the rounds. I just, this is an event. This is the states accepting legal tender coins is something I never thought would happen. And so even the best laid plans need to be reevaluated. And I've always said silver rounds are fantastic. Biggest bang for the buck, highly sought after. And I'd still be okay owning them. But if I had my druthers, I would reach for a government issued coin because of these laws. And, and uh, you know, who knows what tomorrow may bring. But if all I have is the ability to buy silver rounds because they're much more cost effective and, and much more being a dollar or two an ounce, yeah, I'm okay with that, but um, completely being candid, if I had my choice, I'd buy the, the uh, coins issued by one of those six sovereign government mints.